If it's scouting, we have it covered. 24-hour internet radio on the scout movement with reports of scout camps, jamborees, and events throughout the world. Log on to our website, scoutingradio.com. Hello, it's Justin Dawson with you. It's Scouting Radio. Let's start off with the promise. Shit. 
private scouting, we have it covered. 24-hour internet radio on the scout movement with reports of scout camps, jamborees, and events throughout the world. Log on to our website, scoutingradio.com. Where we are covering all the jamborees during the summer on scouting radio. We have been busy. We have been very, very busy. Sleepless nights as we report from around the world. We're talking about Nord in Norway. What a jamboree that was. We have the whole Australian contingent sending us back reports from Nord. We will be getting uh, the updates from that in a couple of minutes time. It's all over, but Australian scouts from Australia over for a whole month in Norway, making their way home. Just arrived home yesterday. And then, of course, we had the Canadian Jamboree CJ 2017. That's also over, but we have reports from that coming up in just a moment's time. And then we have Ed Evans, who is at the Boy Scouts of America Jamboree. Now, also, <laughs> I have to say, uh, Scouting Ireland, we had a contingent coming back from the Explorer Belt and at the same time a patrol going out to the Boy Scouts of America Jamboree this morning at Dublin Airport. It's all go here on Scouting Radio. Contact us to, by Skype, Scouting Radio, all one word. You can email us, studio at scoutingradio.com. That is our email address. If you're looking at us right now, we're live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Scouting Radio. You can also tweet us at Scouting Radio and our brand new website is up and running at www.scoutingradio.com. Live from the Jamboree. Are we on the air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scouting Radio. We are live from the Jamboree. Let's go to our report from this Scout Australia Australian contingent to Nord 2017. Have a look at this. Then they rang out, ran out. 
and they do sell chocolate, which is good. And yeah, there's just a place where you can just get lots of um, food that can give you diabetes. Like, <laughs> that's literally <laughs> diabetes in a tent. Laura. <laughs> diabetes in a tent. Wow. So yeah, this is... Uh, Should we go in and have a look? Okay, let's yeah, go in. We're going to watch this. So sometimes they have been This is going. This has got like toiletries. Oh no, I don't have to say all kinds of things. Oh yeah. I didn't know about this place. Really? This is incredible. They got shaving cream. That's really fun to play in. Wow. Here is my favorite part. Oh. Got chocolate in it. Chocolate. And then. Diabetes liquids, and then you have the healthy liquids. And then over there, big bottles. Big bottles of diabetes. Most of the diabetes. And then you have ice cream. Not much of the ice cream. Even though I'm wearing short sleeves. Then they have the checkout, and then cactus cans. So we use these. You just go, and then you've done it. Okay, should we go outside and you can sign off? So that is the marketplace where we hang out and do stuff. All of you we know are fascinated in the dangers of the Australian bush and we would like to have a, a little bit of a question and answer session here where you can learn about all the deadly, dangerous and interesting beasts in Australia. We Australians are very interested in Norway, wonderful people, wonderful land. Australia is the exact opposite. And should you ever go, if you should ever go to Australia, you could consider this an essential survival guide, this session here. A survival workshop for those people who might want to travel to Australia. So we'd encourage you to come forward. We have a number of giveaways. There'll be a question and answer session, some Australian contingent shirts, and some Australian contingent beanies to the best questions. So please take a seat. So I, I think to start off, we have a, um, a film to show, but I'll just introduce our guests. I'll, I'll be introducing here Chewy. My name is Trekker, by the way. I'm a trekker, as in a, a bushwalker. We call it the bush in Australia, where we uh, do our, our hiking. And I've done a lot of hiking, seen a lot of deadly animals. Chewy here, Chewy here, I think got his name because he was nibbled a little bit by a crocodile, but I'll just check on that. And Buzz, is it true that you uh, got your name as a, as a crocodile hunter from the helicopter? Uh, yes, that's correct. Yes, in the Kakadu. But but first we have a a, a short video to introduce. So uh, here we go. Thanks very much. Well, the Australian Tourist Commission has asked us to come up with a song that we could perform overseas, a song to help bring the tourists back to Australia. That's right. So we focused on the wonderful wildlife 
and the fabulous fauna that Australia has to offer. Red back funnel with blue ringed octopus, taipan, tiger snake, and a box jellyfish, stonefish, and the poison thing that lives in a shell that spikes you when you pick it up. Come to Australia, you might accidentally get killed. Your life's constantly under threat. Have you been bitten yet? You've only got three minutes left before a massive coronary breakdown. Red back funnel with blue ringed octopus, taipan, tiger snake, adder box, jellyfish, big shark, just waiting for you to go swimming at Bondi Beach. Come on, come to Australia, you might accidentally get killed. Your blood is bound to be spilled. With fear, your pants will be filled. You might accidentally get killed. Thank you, thank you. Last year, uh, my son Noah and Callum over there, we went to uh, the Northern Territory for a big holiday in our caravan, uh, and we were stopped on the side of the road, and we got chased by a shingleback lizard, which is not really very big. It's about uh, 40 centimetres long, um, but it's uh, got big uh, shingles on its back, big, big scales on its back, and it chased after us. Um, and then it, it stuck its tongue out, which is blue. It's got a big blue tongue and made an awful uh, noise at us. Uh, I think it actually uh, tried to take a bite out of Noah, but Noah is, uh, doesn't like showering, so it uh, ran away. It stunk. He stunk too much for it. I'm not wearing my uh, scarf today, but you'll see that uh, when you see me around that I, in fact, have dropped bare fur woggle, which I'm wearing here today. Uh, to the, the um, Canberra. Very painful experience getting the fur off the drop bear, though. Uh, perhaps I should have killed it first. I don't know. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have uh, any drop bears in uh, kangaroo ground. They're all eaten. Yeah, all gone. What's a drop bear? It uh, looks very similar to this bloke in the front here. A little bit like that. It looks koala, but with big teeth. Yes, it's basically your carnivorous koala. Uh, drop bears are an ever-present risk in uh, the Australian bush, and they're a bit like the uh, snakes. Um, steer clear, keep an eye out for them. Steer clear of uh, branches that they are sitting on, and you should be pretty right. But um, generally speaking... As I said, we're not their normal prey. And it's only if you get one in a really nasty mood or uh, if they mistake you for um, a kangaroo, which is not unheard of, uh, then uh, that's when you're in trouble. What a fantastic report from all the Australian contingent to Nord in Norway. Were you at Nord 2017? No matter what contingent you were with, let's hear from you. Studio at scoutingradio.com. That is our email address, studio at scoutingradio.com. If you're looking at us live on Facebook, you can also add your comments on facebook.com forward slash scouting radio. Now, going from Nord to CJ, the Canadian Jamboree, it's, it's amazing. Like, I always think if you're here in Ireland, you go, oh, do we do a local camp like Camp 5? That's just after finishing from Scouting Ireland. Or do you go over to all these 
English Jamborees that's going to happen during the summer here in uh, with with Scout Association, whether it be poacher, whether it be oh my goodness, how many different uh, Jamborees are going on? We let me just read out the list of Jamborees. This is also on scoutingradio.com forward slash events. We had Nord. Nord is finished, unfortunately. Canadian Jamboree CJ 2017. That is also finished. We're going to get the report there at the moment. Uh, Jamboree Denmark SL 2017. That's up now in a week or so's time. We have the BSA Jamboree. We have NI Jam 2017. That's the 29th of July to the 5th of August. That's up in Northern Ireland. I will be heading up to that to report. We have Row Jam that's coming up the 4th to 15th of August on Scouting Radio. But in England, Poacher is happening. We have the Kent International Jamboree that's happening as well. And we have the BSA National Jamboree also. So many Jamborees. I'm sure I'm leaving a couple of them out there, guys. But <laughs> let's go to CJ 2017. Here are some reports from some scouts that were at CJ 2017. <laughs> Today we have 1,208 coming from the airport, plus probably another thousand coming from the uh, fairgrounds parking area. And tomorrow about the same again. We actually know exactly where they're coming from, and they're coming from all all across Canada. Uh, our latest arrivals tonight will be coming from Barbados. They're on offer of services for for uh, volunteers. So, uh, where did you guys travel in from? We left Moose, Alberta. My name is Andrew Stainer. That's from Vancouver, Canada, on the or BC, on the west coast. And we thought it would be a good idea to get some rovers into a car and uh, drive on out. Oh so, yeah, we made it here, just. Um, and hopefully in a week or so we'll have a nicely refurbished car and then we'll uh, drive halfway back across the country and then fly out to the world Newton Iceland. <laughs> Remember to stay hydrated. Also remember to avoid the sun by using sunscreen and wearing a hat. This has been your PSA. Okay, let's see what's going on at Ganaraska Trail tonight. Let's go down the main street. We've got some special activities going on. And of course some badge trading. Oh, better now.
That's where we were invited for dinner the other night. Hi guys. And a lot of batch breeding. Hi Steve. So what do you think? Huh? Is it cool? Amazing. Oh yeah. program and it begins with the Lunenburg shipyard and it's the war of 1812 between the Americans and the British. The uh, catamarans are manned by the scouts and their scouters and they're the British. W4 and we're doing paddleboard. Paddle Youth are here to try out the paddle club. They're here, they're trying out our facility inside where we have activities in the woods to try out their agility and focusing and learning all kinds of skills inside our facility at the paddle club. And also they're trying out the boards on the lake so they get time on the boards. donut boats out of approximately 160 noodles and a tarp and some twine. Jared Smith and I'm one of the guards at the lakefront at CJ17. The buddy system is used to help us keep track of the kids. Two whistles means find your buddy and clear the water. This helps us when looking for a missing kid or just trying to get the water cleared out. This has been UDSA. 
Now we're going to take a break. We're going to have some music here on Scouting Radio. But coming up in a moment, we're catching up with Ed Evans. He is going to be at the Boy Scouts of America Jamboree. And we're going to be hearing what Ed had to say just before he went. Whoa, that caught me out by surprise. The 17th National Jamboree song. (laughs) Um, Do you know what? I really like when uh, different National Scout Jamborees and European Jamborees, World Jamborees, when they come out with a Jamboree anthem. Don't you? What's your favourite? Let us know. Studio at scoutingradio.com. That is our email address. What has been your favourite anthem to a Jamboree? I think the Japan Jamboree was a fantastic song uh, for the World Jamboree. wonder will America come out with one in 2019? We'll have to wait and see. Bye, Scouts. Four Scouts. It's great to see Scouting going so well. It's it's good to see all of your activities and all of your your work and to see it all going ahead as well. Scouting Radio. Five Scouts. Four Scouts.
it's Jamboree time on Scouting Radio. We love the summers. So you have seen a report from the Scout Australia at Norway. You've heard reports from um, from CJ 2017 and of course Boy Scouts of America Ed Evans has been there as well uh, for the BSA National Jamboree that's happening next week. We're going to have a show from Ed Evans every day at 3pm Eastern and that is 8pm uh, GMT on Scouting Radio. So don't miss that. Uh, Ed Evans going to be live from the Jamboree site. You're going to see live pictures if you look at our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Scouting Radio, or you will hear the audio on our website, www.scoutingradio.com. It's Justin Dawson on Scouting Radio. That's me. Yep. Um, so we have a couple of other things coming up. Now, if if sorry, if you are going to a jamboree, please do let us know by facebook.com forward slash scouting radio. Tweet us at scouting radio. You can come live on air, Skype us, scouting radio, all one word. That's how we get a lot of our post interviews um, from jamborees. Um, and we will be catching up with some of the contingents that went to Nord 2017 and CJ. Now, do you think that's a big competition, guys, between CJ, the Canadians, and the Americans for the BSA National Jamboree? I wonder. It's such an amazing place, the Boy Scouts of America Jamboree. Now, so if you're going to a Jamboree and want a shout-out, or if you want to send us photos, do send them along, studio at scoutingradio.com. Now, some other topics that we are covering on today's show is what is the different nicknames that you have heard for scout leaders, whether you be a beaver leader, a joey leader, a cub leader, a scout leader, whether you got a crazy nickname at camp. We love to make up a fun list of different things that, um, different names that you have heard people being called. And we're going to extend that as well. We're going to have names for nicknames uh, for leaders. And then... <laughs> We also want to hear what is the craziest patrol names that you have heard. I've heard some absolutely bizarre uh, patrol names in my time. And even the badges that, that some of these patrols have made up. It's fantastic. So let's let's hear them. Get them into us. Studio at scoutingradio.com is our email address. You can Skype us, Scouting Radio, all one word. Or you can tweet us at Scouting Radio is our uh, addressed there as well this one's come in hi all looking for a group who has camped in france in the fa last few years especially anyone who included a day trip to disneyland in their program i'm in ireland and would love some responses uh from there but any and all opinions are welcome so that came into us uh, so if you have done a trip to france and paris um, but it doesn't have to be Paris, so you can travel into Disneyland. If you have done a scout camp to France, uh, let's hear some logistics of what is entailed. Give us our email there, studio at scoutingradio.com, or you can tweet us at Scouting Radio, or you can come on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Scouting Radio, where you see me live, hello, and um, let us know on that. Um, 
someone else looking for advice. Hi Justin, looking for some advice. Just discovered a mad mouldy tint at the back of a pal's garage. Put it up and still structurally sound, just a bit manky. Manky, yes, that's a nice word to, to mark it once you find a tent that's gone a bit mildy. Um, anyone got any great tips for washing or getting rid of mildew other than soapy water and a hose? I'd rather s save this tent if I can. Let us know. Studio at scoutingradio.com is our email address. So we're going to have some more from the Boy Scouts of America Jamboree just shortly. And we'll have your comments coming in. So stay tuned. <laughs> Live from the Jamboree. Are we on the air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scouting Radio. Got an interesting comment in here to Scouting Radio. Some people are saying uh, to solve the um, the tent issue is to use silipang. Would you use silipang on a tent? I didn't know you could use silipang on a tent to to get it clean. And um, we, we we'll hear some more of your comments uh, in a couple of minutes' time on that. But after some more quartermaster advice, Justin. Tents can get, can and will get damaged when in use, just like you have been talking about. How do other groups manage the reporting of any damaged tent to their quartermaster? And you know what? Let's let's stretch this a bit further, listeners. You know, there's times where you have a load of camp equipment, and it's shared between the cubs, the scouts, and the older groups, the ventures or the explorers and the rovers, and then you say, how, how do you report something that gets broken? Do you send an email to the quartermaster? Do you fill out a form? Let us know. Um, is it reasonable to expect such damage to be reported at the end of camp? Well, you know what? It's hard to say because sometimes things get packed up in such a hurry. It's absolutely lashing rain and things get put away. And sad to say they get forgotten about. But it does happen. Um, should leaders be checking tents at the end of camp for damage? My current worry is our damage goes unreported and I guess unfound for months and then the next session will go in to find a tent broken. 
and um, if you have any comments about that please let us know there is ones actually popping up as i speak hi scouting radio i'm quartermaster for our group and we have a form that is filled out and emailed to me when anyone needs kit we then print out two copies one for me to file and one to go on camp uh, to rec record and report damage problems whether they occurred on camp or were found to be like that at the start let us know what you think studio at scoutingradio.com that is our email address and um, love to hear your comments on that how do you stop um tents from getting damaged what do you do and how do you clean tents that gets damaged as well or moldy from from not being uh, clean before packed away let us know studio at scoutingradio.com that is our email address uh, coming up with we have more reports from jamborees and we want to have some shout outs to people attending different jamborees tweet us at scouting radio that is our twitter message we're on facebook.com facebook.com uh, forward slash scouting radio that is the website if you want to view us live as well do you have any idea what time it is it's time to broadcasting the latest news on the world scout movement 24 hours a day seven days a week uninterrupted since 2005 at www.scoutingradio.com we are your station for the scout movement scouting radio Yes, we're getting loads of comments into Scouting Radio, including uh, people that were at the Canadian Jamboree. We were asking, what was your favourite moments of CJ 2017? Uh, Vicky says, the zip line park. Uh, I'm guessing with all the zip lines. Uh, Stacy says, my son says his favourite were visiting Halifax and the Mud Pit. I can tell you that after two days of doing laundry, my least favourite part was the mud pit. <laughs> and there's some fantastic photos. We're just getting permission from some of the scout groups to post them on our Facebook page and on our website. But some fantastic photos of before and after the mud pit. Oh my goodness. Caked in mud is one way of describing it. Uh, Anne says, tidal bore rafting. Great to spend my uh, time and days off. Trevor said, I loved that our troop made four uh, contact with four different troops from British Columbia, Ontario and uh, Nova Scotia. And by the end of the week, they were one solid troop. Murray says, my son uh, said that he really liked the big inflatable balls that you go inside and bounce off other people. Um, Zorb football, I think it's called. Um, he also loved the deep sea fishing and that awesome meal the fish provided. Uh, James Lehman said, meeting new friends. Uh, Jennifer says, tidal board rafting was number one with both kids and my younger also loved cooking. Sarah says, my son said tidal board rafting, bubble soccer and the uh, bubble soccer or absorbed football and the North Mountain Trail Flow bikes were a few of his favourites. Uh, Sarah Smith says, everything. My troop loved the Martinek uh, Beach, badge trading and hanging out in the plaza. Uh, we had some great video there earlier on on Scouting Radio of the plaza. It's amazing looking. Uh, Laurie Shepherd said, my son Ethan said the Taylor Head hike and my daughter Hannah said the rocks at Taylor Head. 
Uh, thanks to all the leaders and all the staff, everyone behind the scene that gave our youth an amazing week at CJ 2017. Um, Andrew German said, uh, honestly, being an offer and service of service, my favourite thing was seeing the smiles from the kids and how they were having an amazing time. Or I made so man, many lifelong friends there. Kim says, my son says badge trading hands down. It's lovely to do badge trading at Jamborees. It really is. Tanya said, my husband, 26 uh, Gulp Scout Troop, says everything. Meeting all fabulous scouts and scouters from this great country and other countries. All activities were amazing. All ran, ran well by the, the uh, staff. All the, the cool badges our troop traded for. Freedom Tra Trail Subcamp HQ were there when we needed help. It was an amazing experience what everyone wanted. Um, having such great time in archery, said Caitlin Plain. I'm proud to have been par a part of it under such awesome team lead. The feeling you get when the coaching kids do improvement is amazing. Keep the comments coming in. Studio at scoutingradio.com. Were you at CJ 2017? Let us know. Um, also, Nord 2017. Were you at Nord? Let us know. Scott uh, Paddock is at the BSA Jamboree. He took a great photo there that we're going to uh, share on scouting radio and it's all the media team at the bsa national jamboree also want to say hello to foxtrot team of the bsa they have a great site and they're sending us loads of photos into scouting radio hello to 68 london attending sl 2017 in denmark then also the balbriggan scouts are attending sl 2017 in denmark so hopefully the two of you guys can link up and uh, talk scouting and love to get some reports back from you. I want to say thanks to Leah Fisher from Nord 2017, the Australian contingent uh, to Nord in Norway, who sent us so much great footage. Thank you for that, Leah. And also hello to Shane Brewer from Four Corners Scouts uh, BSA on the way to the National Jamboree in uh, Virginia. And... I want to say a couple of things, uh, some more brilliant comments coming into Scouting Radio. Hi uh, from Brenda, thanks for making me feel that I was there. Uh, I don't know which jamboree it was, it was a CJ or Nord that you were speaking of Brenda, but thank you for sending in that comment. And Natasha says thanks for excellent coverage through the summer on all the jamborees. And also want to say uh, hello to uh, Mike. Who says, as a parent who attended CJ before, your station me makes me feel that I was there. Oh, oh, I feel really, really touched. Keep the comments coming in. Studio at scoutingradio.com. That is our email address.
scouting radio covering the jamborees, 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 and uh, more uh, jamborees. Live from the jamboree. Are we on the air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scouting radio. Want to say hello to Devon Explorers that are going to SL 2017. Have a great time. Fiona Gate, I love this. We were asking earlier on on Scouting Radio, uh, what's the best patrol names that you have had? And, oh, we have to still go back to that topic. My goodness, this show is, is sort of skipping away from itself. Fiona Gage will be going to the Denmark Jamboree SL 2017 with the Surfing Piglets. I like it. Surfing piglets. Have you got a badge, Fiona? If you have a badge, Scouting Radio wants to have one of those badges. I can just picture a surfing pig on a surfboard as your patrol badge. It'd be brilliant. Uh, West Langs are sending a contingent, says Chris Worthington, uh, to Denmark SL 2017. So it's the Nutty Badgers e- uh, ESU uh, from Gloucestershire. Alex Jenkins, there's Gloucester Scout Contingent, that must be the same one. Um, and uh, West Lancashire are sending a contingent to Denmark. There will be thirty particip- there'll be participants from thirty-eight foreign countries and of course a lot of Danes, says Ulrich. Um yes, and uh, I can just imagine how much fun that's gonna be. Eleven Eastbourne Scouts are going, along with the Helios and the Electra ESUs. My son is going with West Langs Scouts, says Ian Clare. Um, so hello to you there, Ian, and have a great time. Ladybrook Valley Network Scouts are going. Uh, have a keep an eye out for them. Rob Taylor says we're from first Highfield Chesterfield Derbyshire, taking forty-four in total. I'm trying to get everything ready. Just done the CLC training and put some money in the wristband. He says, good luck on the planning. That there's some great photos, yes. We are going to put them up on the Scouting Radio website. Uh, click into our new section, which is called Scouting News. So, scoutingradio.com forward slash news, and we're going to have a load of blog posts there from different jamborees throughout the summer on Scouting Radio. Um, but <laughs> I we have some brilliant photos of scouts falling asleep at airports, going to jamborees getting off buses. I, it seems like the Boy Scouts of America have come out with sort of duffel bags instead of rucksacks to bring to Jamborees. And each one is individually numbered with the Scouts name on it. These yellow duffel bags. Some people have been, some parents have come back with some comments saying that the numbers are wearing off already from the duffel bags. Let us know if that's happened to you. Um, studio at scoutingradio.com is our email address or are they working fine or is it each troop has different um, manufacturers that got the duffel bags I'm not too sure so let me know studio at scoutingradio.com tweet us at scoutingradio we're live on Facebook you can see me in studio facebook.com forward slash scoutingradio as well uh, also want to say hello to Mark Osborne who says we have some badges to swap while at SL 2017 and um, so no requests online please um, he's swapping them at the Jamboree and uh, keep those comments coming in are you attending any of the other Jamborees that we are covering on Scouting Radio whether it be Rojam that's coming up uh, in a couple of weeks time uh, that is coming up uh, when is Rojam again 4th to 15th of August we'll be covering that on Scouting Radio I'll be going up to Nijam or 
the Northern Ireland Jamboree up in Crawfordsburn from the 29th of July to the 5th of August. We will be reporting from Crawfordsburn uh, and we have uh, loads of scouts going there as well. Then after that, Poacher 2017, 4th to 15th of August. We have the Swedish Jamboree coming up 5th to 12th of August. And of course, HJ, we have Ed Evans at the BSA National Jamboree. Just to name a few jamborees that we are covering. It's Justin Dawson on Scouting Radio. Let's go, let's go to Vansco. Let's go, let's go to Vansco. Let's go, let's go to Vansco. Let's all go to Vansco. Let's go, let's go to Vansco. Let's go, let's go to Vansco. Let's go, let's go to Vansco. Let's all go to Vansco. Here comes the snow again. We're in Vansco again. We're here for a very good reason. It is the start of a new ski season. It is already snowing. Better get the gondola going. We're here for our ski classes. Better get ready with the ski lift passes. We're all so happy to be here. Vansco gets better every I guess you can go to Bansko if uh, you're not attending any other jamboree. Michael Green, let's go to Bansko. Like that song. I think we'll play that again on uh, Scouting Radio at some stage. ScoutingRadio.com. First for scouting news and information. And we have Ed Evans with us again from the BSA National Jamboree. 
Yeah, it's a pretty warm day. I, I, I won't say baking, but uh, uh, I've spent we've spent a uh, couple of days now actually putting together our our tent. We have a forty by forty tent, and it has um, um, we we've put built a floor in it, you know, with OSB board and studs, and now we're building up walls. And I haven't had time to. And then we had some people come in, and the directors asked me to. You know, take them on tours of the summit, that sort of thing. So I've I've been pretty busy, but uh, so what you've been pretty much making this campsite behind you all day long. It's it looks fantastic. There's a lot of tents behind you. Well, I'm in the I'm in the staff. Uh, let me just turn this around here. I'm in the staff uh, camp, and uh, you see all these tents. They're identical. They're they're made for for three people pretty amazing they're made for three people and they're just row after row after row this is a staff um we don't we don't set these up they're set up by uh, a company or whatever and uh these are the the showers you're seeing here new warm showers that you were telling me about can you see on top there yeah solar power i can't see my screen because of the the sun but can you can you see on top of can, the, the building I can, and see the solar i can see them yep yeah, it's uh, it's supposed to be really nice. I haven't been in there yet, but I'm gonna try to do that. But this is a staff camp. Not much to see, really. Um, I guess I could walk. walk it's a nice, over. peaceful area at the moment, Ed. That's the that's the nice thing. It's nice yeah. and peaceful. Yeah, you're exactly right. That is true. Uh, I'm gonna walk over this way. Let you look over toward like where staff dining is and all that. The entire staff. Ed, that there's so much of the National Guard is going to be there as uh, security and support to the Jamboree as well? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, there's a tremendous military presence here. You know, the state of the world kind of demands it. You know what I mean? Uh, you could have, you got you got 50,000 people here. I guess a, a terrorist attack would be a, <laughs> a possibility. Yes, absolutely. Now, uh, some reports saying it's too early to tell. Will the president appear at the jamboree? Um, I'm told by some people. You know, I'm in the, the, the legislature here in West Virginia, and I've been told by a, a couple of people from the state capitol that uh, um, he it is on his schedule. On his schedule, you heard it first on Scouting Radio. Thanks to Ed Evans for, for his uh, his powers that be to to give us some information about that. Now, when you say it's on his schedule, that doesn't mean yes or no. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it could be a maybe. We'll we'll go with maybe. Um, you know, we'll say it's on his schedule for the twenty fourth of this month. How's that sound? Okay, twenty fourth of this month. Right, we're gonna hold it there. Uh, and and uh, let's see. What, are we right? Um, we we're not betting people on scouting radio. So, how many staff have uh, do you think is on campsite at the moment, Ed? Oh man, uh, a tremendous number. I don't know how well you can see in the background. There's some we can see some buses in the lake just beyond the lake. There, the biggest building you see. Um, that is staff dining, and it's at least the size of three football fields. It is huge. It is huge. You're seeing it just from the end. If you could see it from the sides, it's it's way, way down there. 
Now, have the staff got set uh, breakfast, lunch and dinner times or can you just hop in there at any time? Um, staff dining for breakfast begins, I think, at 5.30 in the morning and it runs to about 9. Um, that's wrong, about 8 o'clock, I think. And then uh, you, you take a lunch with you. They give you, you know, things like, uh, um, I, gosh, <laughs> I apologize. I'm having trouble talking. All this dust from the roads are so dusty. The roads look uh, they incredibly give, they give dusty. Things like, like beef jerky. They give you sweet and sour nuts and candy type things. They give you Pop-Tarts type things. And But you can take apples, fresh fruit. You take all that with you because, you know, you're out all day. And I don't think people want to come back just to, you know, to do that. Yeah. So, so it's it's as you can see, listeners, very much still in the building stages. There's a lot to yes. go up in the next two or three days uh, at the campsite in West Virginia. It's it it like that looks like a lot of empty fields. Wait till there's a lot of tents on it. Well, the fields you see here are available for additional staff housing should they need it. Um, the mountain that's that's in the background here now and if you when you go up on there you can look down on the entire staff camp that's just absolutely beautiful but uh, uh i'm gonna guess there's probably gonna be about six thousand staff here by the time everybody wow. gets in we just heard as well earlier ed that there is a, a scouting ireland contingent a patrol heading over to virginia they were at dublin airport this morning and they're heading out uh, to to Virginia, and uh, they're going to wreck you the place as well, because like we said, this is the Boy Scouts of America, John Marie. yes, but it is a wrecky mission for a lot of contingents for the World Scout John Marie. I would I would say you're exactly right. Uh, there will be contingents here from many, many countries. Uh, I know that Mexico, since it's being hosted by, you know, three, it's a, you know, it's a North American World Jamboree, so it's being hosted by Mexico, and a, and the United States. So they'll, they'll have contingents here. And I, I spoke with a gentleman the other day that was, uh, he's on staff, staff for the World Jamboree. Yeah. And uh, the service contingent, of course, is worldwide. So I don't know who will get an opportunity to even be on the staff and who will be chosen, how they'll be chosen. Don't know anything about too much, and I apologize for not being shaved and all that cool stuff, you know. No, no, no. I but. like I like this natural look. Ed, this is going to improve uh, throughout the jamboree. This is like setup day. By the end of the week, I think we're going to have a full-grown beard on Ed Evans. No, you're not. I'm too vain for that. Uh, you're going to see me shaving as soon as I get off here. But our tents are huge. Um, let me turn this around and give you a quick look. They're designed. They're actually designed for, um, well, my phone's not quite, there we go. They're actually designed for four people. And these, these, yeah, it's huge. This, these, these bunks can actually be made into, into or cots can be made into bunks of two if necessary. Our, our other uh, gentleman has not arrived yet, but. Uh, Enough space should you need to lie down and you are feeling unwell or anything like that there's enough space for you all there's one thing that i'm going to ask you before you go ahead is that i've seen a load of photos of boy scouts packing and getting on airport on planes at airports going to the jamboree 
Is it, yep. is it a set rule for the duffel bags going to the, the jamboree? It is my understanding that the troops, that whatever they bring in must come on that duffel bag. Now, staff, kind of the same rule, but uh, I, I, uh, there's some people that have uh, passes that allow them to drive in, you know, and my, my group leader had that pass, so I have a six-inch foam mattress to lay on. <laughs> I have my chair, as you can see, as I'm sitting down here. So uh, there's uh, there's a couple of perks to being on staff. Not many, but everybody that comes in uh, with the troop, they have to carry uh, everything. And, of course, they have limited space on all the buses that they'll be traveling with, things like that. It's, it's some logistics when you have the same duffel bags, all with numbers, all individually numbered for a different troop that's part of a contingent that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> and, and how how I say the biggest Ted must be lost and found by the end of the week. Let me tell you something about lost and found. In 2013, um, going to lost and found was like going to a major department store, and it, it it's crazy the amount of stuff that the kids let, leave laying around: uh, shoes, hiking staves, water bottles, uniforms, jackets, you name it. And when you go, they have them all by color and size and they're hanging up and the shoes are just so and uh, all the bottles are grouped together. I, 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 last year, last January, I actually lost my cell phone. Mm -hmm. uh, I won't get into how I lost it because it's a little embarrassing and involved the porta potty. Okay. But, <laughs> but when, after I, you know, when they, they charged it up a little bit and they, I, I put a message on it. And I, as I have this year, if you find my phone, I've lost it, call this number. And uh, it's a friend of mine that, that uh, anyway, they had to charge it up and they called me and I, I was able to go get it. And when I got over there, there were 400 cell phones. 400? Yeah. Oh, my God. So did but you they had them all by color and brand name and you name it. I was, I was very impressed. Incredibly yeah, impressive. Incredibly impressive. Now, um, one of our listeners, while uh, viewing you yesterday, Ed, uh, said that uh, I've seen all of Ed Evans' videos on uh, his YouTube play page. Is he going to do that mad song again? Do you know that song that you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Um, yeah, you know, I was running the radio station then, and um, the the guy that was in charge of all of that, he came over and he said, you know, if you'll do this, because everybody listens to you in the morning, if you'll do this, then people will come up immediately and start doing karaoke. Well, okay, I got suckered into that, but uh, it was painless. It's painless, and, and I'm sure you got a lot of fans after that on QBSA at the time. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of people stopped by and they said, hey, I saw that morning guy do uh, do karaoke. That was, and the guy that put that on the, on YouTube, I don't even know who did that. I I didn't know it was there till I uh, till I saw it. Uh, and the interview that I did with Jill Clay is on there. And um, um, and then if you just Google or were to look for me under um, under YouTube, Ed Evans, and uh, it's amazing the. Uh, amount of stuff that's on there where kids have put science demonstrations that I've done and that's sort of went with me uh, two uh, very dear friends of mine uh, first to my immediate left is Dave
Dave Boschild. Dave is from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And then over to my far left is Scott Paddock. And Scott is a professional scouter, works for the Boy Scouts here in the United States from Maryland. Wow. So you're, you're one of the important guys that like actually gets paid instead of buttons and, uh, and uh, gratitude. Yeah, they're good guys. They're, they've been on the uh, QBSA radio staff for years, and uh, they're actually pretty excited. Today, we're being uh, hosted in the booth by the Thai uh, Triple E. There goes a little, little pound in your building. Yeah, <laughs> they're building torture devices for later on this week. Yeah. So, so, what these guys are are international electrical okay. engineering. And electrical engineering and electronics. They're nerds like we are. They're nerds. Well, I, I prefer the word geek. Geek? Geek? Okay. Uh, we, we, we could do geek. We're surrounded. Yeah, we're, we're surrounded. Tell me, guys, like, what are you going to be teaching on the Merit Badge? Ed gave me a couple of uh, uh, introductory ideas that you're going to be building some robots. What else are you going to be doing? Well, here in the uh, in my booth, we'll be doing some stuff that's uh, produced by Microsoft. The kids will actually put like little straw-like devices on their hands, and as they move them, the devices, uh, the the robots themselves will move. Now, these guys are in a different area. They're over in Boys Life. Oh, wow! Uh, I'll just let them tell you what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, we're going to be teaching kids the journalism merit badge and working with the staff over there to produce a TV news show each night from 6 to 7. And uh, if you're interested in watching it, uh, tune into Boys Life uh, Facebook page and get all the information. And then there's a second part of that for Boys Life. Kids will, there's hometown news. And kids will be able to come in and write a news story and send it to their hometown newspaper. I've seen that being advertised on Boys Life and Scouting Magazine about the, the hometown have you got many people signed up to that journalism badge? The kids have to get here first, so it's up to them once they get here to make their way to our tent, which we're at the top of the hill above the arena, right behind the Summit Center. Awesome. So easy to find. So, so with, the, with the TV, how many people can sit around and, and do a discussion? Well, what they're going to be doing is throughout the day, they're going to be taping segments and then at 6 to 7 o'clock, they're going to replay those segments uh, with two uh, youth hosts uh, doing the uh, emceeing for this and, you know, put it all together into one big, happy, real news situation. <laughs> It'll be a newscast. They're going to go out on site and film some of the activities that are going on. we got a beef one. And then the kids will get to... Uh, Oh, I the kids will get to uh, film and write a, write a uh, news story and then um, get it recorded in front of the camera. We that... have to train them on their techniques. And uh, will they get to use the cameras as well? Uh, that's not really part of what they're going to be doing because most of the stuff is like what we're doing right here, yeah. where you're doing a simple Skype uh, you know, video, they'll be using the, the cameras built into the computers that that they'll be recording from, and then they'll edit that, and then that's what they'll use for the newscast. So what are you guys going to teach them editing-wise? What video editing software are they going to learn? 
Well, I don't know about software, but I've got a cool little device here. I want to get a little closer so that uh, you can see this, Justin. This is cool. The kids will actually uh, solder this together. And when you turn it on, you'll notice there's uh, one cool little red light there. And there are different uh, buttons you push, all kinds of resistors. There's LEDs. When you push the button here, it will turn around. And those are the scout laws. And it'll, and it'll stop on one of them, kind of like a game of roulette, if you will. But uh, it's just pretty cool. And all the kids will be soldering. They'll be using the uh, LEDs or the resistors. They'll put all this onto the board. And then there's a battery pack in there. They screw it all together. And if they've done everything right, they'll have this really cool little device. So the IEEE people have really put a lot of uh, time and energy and money, most important, into making this booth uh, happen. That looks awesome. I, the only thing that comes through my head, guys, is do they get to take these things home with them? Yes. Yes. I can just imagine how many people are going to be stopped in the airports flying home across America with one of those little devices. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, well, Put it in your luggage. Yeah. In, in your luggage. And luggage. In your luggage compartment. Because <laughs> I, could, I could just imagine, I could just imagine, like, security going absolutely mental. <laughs> Hey, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in a guest if that's okay. I do. Yeah, this is Ralph Russell, and Ralph is the director here at the IEEE booth for electricity and electronics. And Ralph, you guys, your people are amazing. We have a great group of about 30 volunteers who've been working about two years to put this together. Uh, IEEE is the world's largest technical society. Uh, we do have a, a section in our uh, in all over the world, it's about a thousand seconds. Wow, I'm, I, I want to look this up myself. I, I didn't even know this was all over the world. With about 465,000 members, uh, check it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very keen myself in, in an audiovisual capacity. I, I, and my dad being an electrician himself, I, I, I wasn't aware that there was uh, one of these groups, so I, I want to join. <laughs> We'd be glad to have you join. Uh, We've got about 40 different societies. Communications is one of the largest societies that you have an interest in. Ralph, you guys uh, have, have just a tremendous crew here, and they're, they're building two, three or four different sections of this. We're going to have some really cool technology from Microsoft that already mentioned that. Uh, over in electronics, you're going to be building these cool little things. What, what else can the kids be doing? Uh, we're going to have a section on careers and demonstrations uh, where we're, uh, we're going to be talking about careers in electronics and also various uh, demonstrations to get them interested in STEM. This is all about STEM, the science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. It sounds absolutely awesome. Um, now, what are, apart, from, apart from learning the scout laws through this little device, what else uh, toys have, have you got going on? You're talking about the, uh, the uh, little box here. Okay. What else would they put together? Uh, we're going to be putting together a robotic hand uh, complements of Microsoft. So we have 600 kits from Microsoft to teach a little bit about micro, uh, you know, robotics. Electronics, electricity. But it's, it's going well here, and we're, uh, we're about set up. We've got some more construction to do, and, uh, and then we'll have everything ready to go. And, we're going to move around, as you know. We won't just be in one place for the shows there. We're trying to try to get your listeners as many places as we can. 
I, I just love the setup, especially the fact that you have the website scrolling around on the background behind you here. It looks awesome. It, it's it's going to be a great setup. Uh, it's amazing that all this around you, Ed, you're going to be taking all this down afterwards. It looks like a lot of plywood that it's put up for a week and then taken all down again. We, we, Ralph and I were discussing that today, and that, that is a trick into itself, getting it all built and then taking it down. That, that You're right. And then the, the materials you see around you will be donated to a, to a local church group, and they'll be doing home repairs for, for the poor and things like that. That's scouting at its best, huh? Just, just give me some crazy stats here, Ed. How much plywood do you think is going on around you at the moment? That's just an Amish build right there. <laughs> and we're going to take it all down again afterwards. Well, that's pretty much the way it works, you know. But it, it's all good. It's for a great cause. And this is one of, the, one of the nicest moves you can visit, I think, here in the uh, STEM area. Uh, there's a lot of science going on, a lot of geeks around us. Yeah. And it's just going to be fun, right, Dave? Yeah, there's chemistry on the other side. There's, they're talking about DNA on the other side. There's a lot of uh, technology and science that kids can learn. So just how many merit badges in, in your booths could could the scouts take part in? Uh, two, electricity and electronics. Electricity and electronics, okay. But in, in, the, in the whole STEM area, there are there are 50 merit badges probably. Uh, from, as he mentioned there, from robotics to welding, uh, rocketry, chemistry, geology, everything is around us. It's amazing. I, I, we'll get you out there... Uh, in a day or so and make sure you get to see all that. Oh, I, did, I, did, I did see some great dancing by some of the staff last night uh, on social media. Were you involved in this? Scott is in charge of the boys' life party machine. Yeah, we have, a, we have a rolling party that will travel throughout the Jamboree during the kids' stay here. We're going to visit each sub-camp, and we're going to get the kids dancing, have dance contests. Um, get them doing crazy stuff, air band. We got beach balls. We got lots of fun things that we're going to try to do music. with the kids. Music, music. and music yeah. and music. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we hope to help improve and make these kids stay here with us at the Jamboree, the best possible thing they can have. I heard that Ed is a great karaoke singer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, everybody wants to be a karaoke singer, but there's one thing missing here at the Jamboree, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it, when it when it comes to cleanup time and, and clearing out the campsite, you're just going to stick Ed on on the on the microphone. You know, we'll we'll make <laughs> we're going to get Ed dancing. We'll get him dancing. He says he can break dance. We're going to take a sheet of plywood with us and let yeah. him spin in the, on the ground. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure if if there's any skates from Scotland, we can get Ed in a kilt as well while doing some dancing. Sure. I have oh, a kilt. You have a kilt. I I just did not bring it to the Jamboree. I put a call into my son to be sure he packs it in his bag. So uh, I'll wear a kilt for you. I'm thinking that might uh, have some youth protection incidents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, Lord. You, you guys are mad. Hey, I want you to notice David's got sporting his great uh, scoutingradio.com neckerchief. I, yeah. I think we'll have to send over some more neckerchiefs because these guys are definitely going to be part of the team by the end of this Jamboree. Is that right, Ed? Absolutely. 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 It's all about having fun. Yeah.
all about having fun. You, you, gonna, you guys are going to have great fun over in, in boys' life. I, I, I can just imagine the, the, the fun and the activities that you're going to get up to. Have you any crazy challenges? Now, I know from listening to Scouts Australia doing jamborees, they do crazy contests. Uh, and I'm sure you've done them in the past with QBSA, where, you know, you have to eat a bowl of custard. Get this lined up in the week. I would say probably at the party machine. We're going to try to get as, yeah, as creative as we can. We have gifts for the kids who participate. And uh, those are things from boys like boys books. You know, we're trying to work on the patch thing and all. But, uh, you know, yes. And, and when you say that, when you come and these kids come to our tent to visit, we have the most spectacular view of the jamboree that I think of anywhere. And we've got a cool breeze at the top of the hill and you can see everything out across the, uh, yeah, with the, you can see the whole way down to, uh, not Echo Lake, um, right behind the uh, arena. The arena is our backdrop. Well, you know what? You might say that you have the best view, but Ed is closer to the, the breakfast hall and the staff hall and every morning. Ed's, Ed's 110 over for me, so. Yeah, I heard him snoring last night. It was an awful gosh. <laughs> I won't tell him what was really going on. staying in the tent and not a brick and mortar hole. <laughs> the guy next to you can keep you awake at the jamboree. What what are you doing sleeping on on the jamboree? You're sleeping on the job, Ed. We all get a little break, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we get a break. We get to sleep a little bit, or sweat, or sweat. <laughs> I can just see, bad. I can just see you with the towel there. It must be incredibly warm inside that space. Oh, yeah. oh I have to keep yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, he's just incredibly heavy. We're we're waiting for the makeup person to show up. Yeah. You know. <laughs> the, the glistening, you know. Well, I I hope that I hope this interview hasn't been too stressful on the on the whole team over there. Yeah, we'll make it. The, the beautiful weather in West Virginia has just been cooperating, and as you know, Justin, West Virginia is my my home state, and uh, I just know that our weather is going to be great. It's been awesome so far. Well, you you enjoy you guys enjoy every minute of it. The the booth looks like it's going to it's taking shape. It, it I, I'm looking forward to having a 360 tour of of the whole area. Loads of tech. I'm saying getting buried underneath wooden platforms at the moment, so scouts don't trip over it. Health and safety and all that. There's a lot of wiring going on. Yeah, we've already been visited here by the fire marshals and everything. So, you know, safety first, right? Yeah, I hope you no fire alarms at your solder and you, you don't don't blow anything up. Yeah, we, yeah, not yet. All the chemistry people are next door. Yeah, they're gonna. So we'll see what can happen.